coming up in this week's episode. And all of a sudden this woman just appeared in our window. But the worst part is, is that she stood there and she made like this like um, washing a car hand gesture, like a wave. Welcome back to The Student Show, the podcast for students by students. I'm your host Holly and today we're going to chat about entertainment. In this episode I'm joined by Catherine Curry, a media studies and production student and a school rep for communication and media. Catherine, would you like to tell us a wee bit about yourself? Yeah, so hi I'm Catherine, I'm 21, I'm a final year media studies and production student and I'm also the school rep for communication and media at the Korean campus and yeah, I've had a really good uni experience so far, but um, not really with the pandemic, but um, you know, it's been good so far, so. What would be your best moment so far? Best moment? If you were to rate them. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, Tell me about anything. I think, you know, I think um, probably the best moment for me is that uh, before like all the pandemic stuff happened, part of my placement was actually with my primary school. So I was oh, working with all these kids. And they were just so interested in everything. And it actually broke my heart whenever I had to be taken out because of like safety Mm -hmm. reasons. But I think there's just something that was just like, oh, that's just pulled my heartstrings there. Because it's like almost like going home again in a way. Something so pure and like the nostalgia, just being there amongst them. Just even thinking back to yourself being like, like so many years ago, you were in their shoes too. Mm-hmm. It's just so nice, isn't it? I think that's one of the reasons I think if I wasn't to be a journalist, I think I would love to be a teacher for like primary school kids or like even yeah. a nursery teacher. Um, I think it'd be so lovely. Well, let's learn a bit more about you by playing the two truth, one lie game. So um, if you've had think about yours, go ahead and let's hear them. Yeah, so uh, I have to look down at my notes because I wrote them all down. <laughs> oh you're fine go ahead (laughs) but uh yeah so um the first one so i accidentally uh insulted an a-level student when working at um the applicant day last year at uni Mm -hmm. (laughs) because my brain just went like that interesting Uh, i know and then uh, the second one i've got uh one time my friend and i we went to the cinema uh to see a horror film and ended up being the only two people there the entire time so in a hundred seat room it was just us two at the back watching this horror film in the dark that's and terrifying then, and horrible and then the last one i've got is uh i once slept um i once slept in the uni toilets between a seminar and a lecture because i was so shattered from the night before hmm. all of them is quite you know um like shock and none of them there is just kind of like just you know normal-ish you know what i mean if you get oh, yeah. me I thought about um, this long and hard, like. Yeah, <laughs> you've done a good job here. Oh, yeah. Um, I say the lie is probably the cinema one. No, that's true. Oh, I thought maybe you were over-explaining it a bit. I was like, mm, she's done more <laughs> detail to this and make this sound more realistic. But then it is. It could easily happen. Like it's not uncommon. What one was the lie? The last, the last one, sleeping in the uni toilets, I've never done that. I know people that have done it, but I haven't done it. <laughs> I thought that would have been one of the, like, the most true one of them all. I know. Because <laughs> it was just strange, as I was like, someone's had to have done this. Because oh, yeah. you could just imagine, like, if you're really exhausted and you're sitting there and just, like, drift away. Like, I've nearly done it at work before, I can't lie. <laughs> I have went to the toilet at work and thought, I could just sit here for the rest of my shift. <laughs> 
Um, oh dear. Before we get into today's topic, we're going to have read out some good news stories. So staff and students at Ulster University are invited to write a letter to a care home resident in Northern Ireland. So share your thoughts with a resident and combat social isolation by writing a handwritten or typed letter and emailing it to volunteering at uusu.org. Also, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge spoke with Ulster University's Abigail McGarvey, who documented a typical shift on TikTok, as well as joining a group of second and third year nursing students during a clinical session. They spoke about their experience of studying and undertaking placements during a pandemic. So that's today's good news story. There's a new segment for anyone who's just sort of questioning why I've just sprung that on them. <laughs> If you're listening, this is our new segment. We're gonna each week we're gonna have a few good news stories that are either involving students or impacting students, and we're gonna share them with you. So let's get straight into today's topic, which is entertainment. Um, probably when I think of entertainment, I'm not really the biggest movie fan, but if I think about entertainment, it was definitely my kids' TV shows like Disney Channel. I was a big fan of Disney Channel. Um, I say my favourite one would be Wizards of Waverly Place. What was your favourite one as a kid? Were you a Disney Channel girl? Oh yeah, I was definitely a Disney Channel girl. There is a video of me, because um, like, some of my family lives in the Isle of Man, so there's a video of me running around with this camera and I'm speaking in an American accent That's on my seventh birthday. And I showed this to my little cousin and she went, you're such a Disney girl, we can all tell. That's brilliant. <laughs> Which is so funny. But, uh, I know. But I think... Like, I really did love Disney, but my favourite was always um, Sunny with a Chance, because yes. I'm a big Demi Lovato fan. What was that, what was that theme tune? And I loved it. I'm, and so, I'm trying to remember it. I can, all I have in my head right now is, you know, that's so raven. We can cut this out of the thing, because I don't want this in it. <laughs> but I can, that's all I have in my head right now. Um, Sunny with a Chance. It was a, I, I, I realised how big a fan I am, because I was about to start singing it. Oh, go ahead. Second thought, but it's a, like... Uh, off to the races, mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. places. Might need a long shot, not yes. gonna face it. Yeah. That one. And it's like, so far, so yeah. great. You did such a good job yeah. depicting that. You take me right back so you have to my childhood. Thank you. I actually... <laughs> I oh could have done it in I actually, speaking of accent, <laughs> I was along the same lines. I actually got um, banned from watching Hannah Montana, I think it was. Um, my mum my and dad said I got such an attitude. <laughs> problem after watching Hannah Montana <laughs> I actually think I got banned from it not gonna lie I think it was well they couldn't really simply ban it because how could they ban one program when there's so many others you'd have to ban the channel entirely mm-hmm. um but I think I can remember sneak sneakily trying to watch it so they wouldn't know I was watching Hannah Montana because <laughs> of me and my so attitude problem that's not so brilliant funny. did you I'm actually re-watching Hannah right now. Sorry to interrupt you, but uh, yeah, I'm re-watching Hannah Montana right now oh. on Disney+. Plus. It's like my next... I've been watched them all. I started getting um, Disney+, Plus at the start of last lockdown, and I binge-watched every single one of them. Sweet Life and Deck, Sweet Life, Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. Oh, the whole lot. I was living my best eight-year-old life. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, I was like, I am a child. This is the best moment Isn't it I'll just... ever have in lockdown. It's amazing. And do you not just think so when you're watching good. Hannah Montana, oh. you're thinking, how did nobody not know she was Hannah Montana? Like, I've been having this discussion with my mum and dad. It's insane. So, like, you just... It, mm-hmm. They have the same face. It, like, they have the same face. And, like... But, 
Like, I can understand it when it's like, um, you know, whenever people are like, oh, how do you tell the difference between Clark Kent and Superman? And then you see people on TikTok do it and you're sort of like, mm-hmm. oh, I get it. <laughs> I sort of get it. But, but you know what moment always stuck out in Hannah Montana for me? It's whenever, um, I think it was like her and Jesse end up being, you know, it was like the, was he, was he like the final boyfriend sort of oh, thing yes. in season mm-hmm. four? Whenever he was like, I could tell it was you, you have the same face. I was like, Thanks, Jesse, for confirming that. Finally. Thank you. Like, no one else, no one else could say it. Even, um, what you call him, Jake Ryan. No, his name is Jake Ryan. Jake. Jake, the first one. Yeah, him. Whenever he, even he's like, Oh my gosh, you're the same person. It's like, How do you not tell this is the girl that you've had a crush on? What really gets me? How did they not know her dad? Come on, people. He's stuck on a moustache. Like, that. are you serious? He didn't, he's, he's stuck <laughs> really? on a moustache. And everyone's like, Whoa. And plus he, yeah. And he was a big, like, country superstar as well. Like, even in the show's storyline. So it's like, well, how, did they not have, like, people, like, all these groupies following him, figuring out, trying to figure out, like, where he went in his life, who his kids were. Obviously, they're going to know about Jackson because mm-hmm. that's his firstborn. And then he's going to have this daughter called Miley. And then all of a sudden, no, his daughter's actually called Hannah Montana. I don't understand it. <laughs> but yet, everyone knows that Miley's dad's Robbie Ray. It doesn't make sense. No. When you think about it. I see. But it did provide good entertainment for us. Even they brought, like, Lola along to it. And Oliver. What did they call Oliver? Mm-hmm. Mike well, Sand. I are they serious? Like, for, like, a year. <laughs> how did anyone at the school not put, like, two and two together? I have no idea. But... They really, oh, actually, like, thinking about it, like, it's actually <laughs> stressful now. Like, at least, like, with Wizards, Wizards made sense, because, mm-hmm. like, they were keeping it secret, you know, and everything was just, like, just manoeuvring around New York, having to keep Wizard Power secret and everything. But, like, try a double identity No, it doesn't. <laughs> like, how did she tour? Like, how did she do all these tours and stuff? Like, I don't understand that either. I just presume it was in the evening time. So when we asked on Instagram what everyone's favourite childhood movie slash TV show was, um, we've got quite a few. Actually, I think these are all movies, actually. Um, you know two that I've never heard of before that I'm actually going to say because I'm really intrigued if you've heard of them? Um, Iron Giant. No. Does it, no. Nope. What about Land Before Time? That, oh, that rings a bell. I feel like that's about dinosaurs, but I might be very wrong. Uh-huh. Oh, it is, because I looked them up, because I wasn't, I was like, these are, I've never heard of these before. I think both of them are either, one of them's 1980s, I think, oh. like 88 or something. Another one's 1990s. Um, but Land Before Time's about dinosaurs, because I looked it up, I was really <laughs> interested. I was like, never heard of these before. Um, people were saying, Find a Nemo, Lilo and Stitch, Pocahontas, Beauty and the Beast, Treasure Planet, that's another one yeah. I've never heard of before. I think Have I you? seen it once, and then that was it. <laughs> It, really, it, like on the videotape and everything, you know, like the, like the actual one that you would shove into a TV. I have it on. Oh that. my goodness! Yes, we have so many of them. See them. <laughs> you know what else we have so many of? That I'm starting to feel like, do we, do you get rid of them or do you put them in a box and keep them for like the future? Um, DS games. Oh, I always. What do you do I with them? them? We have so many. Cause... See them. Because <laughs> me and my sister both had yeah. them, so obviously. I couldn't have a game and she could not have it. So we've like got two of everything. We've got like two Mario Karts, two Cooking Mamas. We've got like two Pets games. We've got like two Little's Pet Shop ones. Everything. 
two of everything. So there's about 15 games each, it's like 30 games, and we have no idea what to do with them. Like, do you think trade them in? I kind of want to keep them, but it's a bit nostalgic, isn't yeah. it? You don't want to get them away. No, I kept mine, and then I started playing it in the lockdown last year. So I was, like, starting to play. What was I playing? Um, I think I was playing, like, um, literally the Disney games that they put out on DSi. So I was playing, like, the, the Sunny mm. with the Chance one, which was, like, um, like all based and so random, like, on the set and everything. And mm-hmm. then I was playing the Wizards of Waverly Place one, which was, like, an episode in itself. I had to go and, like... I think it was something to do with Alex's journal. You know the way she had that magic journal and it was, like, wherever she drew it was, uh-huh. like, real life in the book. So you had to, like, try and get... Oh, yeah. So it was, like, you had to go and, like, find Gigi and make sure Gigi got out the book and then, like, go and save... Uh, and Dean was Dean. a man. That's his name. I was about to call him Alex, mm-hmm. but I realised that's not his name. That's the main character's name. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, Dean was in that, so... Yeah... No, it was a lot of fun. I really loved the DS. I never had them. Did you not? I wish I got that one. No. Oh, you try and get it now. It might be very cheap. I know. <laughs> Without the it probably is somewhere around there. Like, I'm pretty sure someone has it, like, floating around their house or something. They're selling it. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Um, what was your, like, was your DS, like, your go-to when you were a kid to play? Or did you have the Wii? Or... Sort of. I mean, other people were saying, like, Game Boy and... Um, Nintendo 64, but I think I was, that was before my time sort of um, thing. Not making anyone sound old, but. <laughs> I remember, I went, I think I went between three, so it was like the DS, and then it was um mm-hmm. the PlayStation 2, because that's the last one that we got, I think, and then it would have been the Wii, mm-hmm. so it was like, um basically PlayStation for me was playing Scooby-Doo games, and I like, I'm still obsessed with Scooby-Doo, I love Scooby-Doo, I think it's great, and then. Oh, it's <laughs> and then the Wii. I can't even remember like what games I played. Oh, Raven Rabbids. That was a big one. Do you know? Oh, what was that? It about? was like um, it's like, oh, it's really hard to describe. It's gonna sound so stupid, but it's like the, these weird looking ra- rabbit things, and they have like um, like we sticky up ears like this and stuff, and like you basically have plungers to shoot them, and then they just vanish. It sounds so stupid. I've just realised oh. how stupid this sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you try to like describe any kids game they're just gonna sound like like what you talking about but they're all the same um I always remember playing the what you call it what was it even on I think it came with the Wii itself it was the bowling do you remember playing bowling yeah oh I loved it and the tennis and the cycling I remember even I could, I'm not gonna lie me my sister was playing this like last year in lockdown when I started the cycling and you had to like do all these like different courses and all and oh my goodness it had you out of breath oh, it would it definitely would I remember what was it like I would like um I think I'd do like the wee sports for like ages and then I'd wake up the next mm-hmm. day and my arms would be aching and I'd be like oh my god why is this happening my mum would be like because you played the wee for about six hours Catherine that's why <laughs> Like, you need to stop. Literally. I was a wee addict. I just think, <laughs> you don't even realise how much time you spent on it, but even just dance, oh my goodness. Yes. Obsessed. Like, how did I have that much energy to go for so many oh, hours? I, yeah, literally. Like, oh, just dance is a lot of fun as well, to be honest. Like, it is, for all ages. Did you ever have, like, the um wee uh, karaoke mic? And you could, like, add it in, and you can sing as you dance? Yes. That's so much fun. You're living your like best Britney Spears think, life yes. and everything, just going like. Yeah. I know you felt literally like, who was a big probably like Pink or something. You felt like yeah. her, you know, like one of ones you looked up to. You know, like even going on to like talking about music, like pop party. Did you have them? I, think I did. I don't think I have pop party. Oh. I know. 
I should really have to say date. I don't know where it is. It might be there somewhere. <laughs> um, but Pink was like the one on it. What was it? It's the song of hers. Um, oh, So What? Yes. Oh, I love that song. I sang that with my heart. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. I love that so much. Um, uh, I mean, although we did start lockdown last year, it proves some of us, I may, spent a lot of their time watching their childhood programmes. Um, I think I, as it went on, I found myself having to, you know, realise I've watched it once. Well, I've watched it like 17 times. Let's be real. Um, I need to move on and watch some more like other things. And I mean, Netflix documentaries. I find a true like love for Netflix documentaries. I feel like I've went through their movies and their series, but see their documentaries, especially their true crime, uh, true crime documentaries at the minute. Oh, yeah. Are you a true crime fan? Yeah. Oh, I, we even I even have like a. Isn't aren't they so good? Like there's so many. They're of so them. captivating. It's just it's we're still watching true crime even right now. Like we're still going on and like trying to find all this stuff and even like um, like I actually have a really funny story about this if you want to hear it. Oh, go so, ahead. This is about, like, I think it's, like, end of April, early May. And this is about, I don't know, like, maybe four weeks into the lockdown, but this is, like, our, like, third week in a row. Like, because I live at home with my mum and dad, and then, like, obviously the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog is here as well. So we're all, the four of us are, like, watching, uh, it was, like, some true crime documentary. I have no idea which one it was. <laughs> but I remember this is, like, quarter to midnight, and we are paused it to chat about something, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. my mum goes, oh, there's a woman at our door. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? So dad and I, because like where I sit, I can like look out this way and there's like our um, our front door. And my dad and I, we like turn around and look and we go, what do you mean? There's no one at the door. And mum goes, no, no, no. There's someone at our door. And I was like, what are you all about? Like, no, at this point, I can feel the anxiety starting in me as if to go, right, something's going to happen. But I feel like she's joking. And then all of a sudden, like, um, we have a floodlight at our front window because I think uh, my dad mm-hmm. installed them or something just to, like, just in case animals walk past uh, or, like, some, something else. But it, like, went on and mm-hmm. all of a sudden this woman just appeared in our window. It, and I felt, I was like, oh, this is it. Goodness. I was like, this is it. <laughs> but the worst part is, is that she stood there and she made, like, this, like, um, like almost like washing a car sort of thing, hand gesture, like a wave. Like, just in the window. And she was in this, like, um, white dressing gown. Looked completely oh, wow. white. I was like, that's a ghost. I, I was pure, like, this is, that's a ghost. That is a ghost. And so she's just standing there wa- waving at, like, our house. And then, so... <laughs> so I don't, I don't even know what happened. But, like, my dad went out. Got it sorted. I still don't really know what went on. But then, like, she, she went away after so long. And then my dad was like, yeah... Like, she she was there, and my mum went, is she wearing slippers or something? Because at this point, we could see her walking. And my dad went, no, she's, mm-hmm. not, she's not wearing any slippers. Like, I think she's barefoot. And I was like, right, so this lady is standing at our front door <laughs> at quarter to midnight, just in a dressing gown and barefoot. No, but she didn't even knock. That's the worst part. She was just staring at the house. So I don't know. Oh, my so goodness. Maybe, I thought maybe she had knocked and then she went to the window. No, just stand staring at the house and then the floodlight went on. And that's when she just uh, came in the window and was like, hi. <laughs> so I think maybe she got lost. But maybe. I, I think it's, it's probably one of my favourite stories though, from lockdown. Because it, it was just so funny. You've given me, like, goosebumps. Ty is, like, my <laughs> hair. I'm so scared. <laughs> that's creepy. I, I would have literally locked the door and, like, pushed, like, like a... 
a chair or <laughs> like a unit of furniture just against it so no one could come I in. I literally refuse to close the blinds now at night. Like, I, I'm afraid I will see her, like, pop up. Like, I, <laughs> just like, no, I can't do it. Like, she will appear. <laughs> like, someone else do it. I can't come. But, like, Oh, yeah. my goodness. So, it, I mean, it didn't really defer us from watching True, true Crime, though, because we still watch it. No. <laughs> I went over this before, I, like, my friends stuff. I said, like... I can sleep like a baby after watching a true crime documentary about some serial killer. Yeah. But if I watch some made-up paranormal stuff, I'm up the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so dirty? I cannot sleep after I watch something like it or something. Well, maybe not it because it's not as... But something along them yeah. lines, I couldn't wa- like sleep at all. But I could watch like Ted Bundy, you know, <laughs> uh, Night Stalker, The Confession Tapes, I'm a Kill. I could watch the whole lot all day and just sleep like a baby at night time. What even crossed my Unless mind? It's like a subconscious thing where you're sort of like, well, at least you know in true crime things, they get caught in the end and they're mm-hmm. away, they're in prison, they can't harm you. Whereas with the paranormal mm-hmm. made up stuff, you're just sort of like, could it happen? <laughs> Is this going to happen? It must be something behind that. I think it's that sort of idea. But I still, like last summer, I had. An obsession with I don't know if you know her, but um Bailey Sarian, she's a, a YouTuber, yeah, uh-huh. and she does um murder mystery and makeup Monday, so she like sit and do her makeup as a way to sort of like so she's not just talking to yeah. a camera for like an hour, um and she talks about true crime cases and I literally binge watched every single one of her videos for probably about a couple of weeks at least nearly a month. But oh my goodness, did it not make me paranoid? Like, as you say, I, as soon as I'm in bed, like, I can sleep all right. But see, when I'm outside somewhere, I'm, like, walking the dog, like, daylight, because this is summer, like, literally 8 o'clock at night, it's right outside. I'm, like, looking behind me, like, <laughs> <laughs> remembering all these cases of these people, like, outside the country. And, like, I live in the middle of, like, nowhere, so there's not, like, loads of people. Like, I don't meet anyone on my walk. But as soon as I hear, like, something move, I'm, like... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that would terrify me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Couldn't be it. Nope. What about sort of things? I know a lot of people's picking up colouring books and like making things out of clay and pottery. Are you doing any of that during that time? Um, I literally have a colouring book like on the way. I Ooh. I don't know why. I just decided like um I was gonna order a color colouring book for the crack. So I've got a Spider Man mm-hmm. one coming. <laughs> of all things, oh, but yeah, interesting. I will take a Spider Man because it, it's like all the Mandela ones, and I I just can't. There's too many like thin lines for that, and I don't have time. But I thought, mm-hmm. lock colours for Spider-Man, I'll do it. I'll be a kid again, we'll do it. But um, I think even during lockdown, I ended up doing, what was it? I did an online course for screenwriting. So I can write scripts now. It's great. Great crack. <laughs> and then... That's a really useful yeah. way to use your time. That was it was lucky because the company that run it, they went, right, we're going to put this out for free. And it's like, I think it was like five weeks. So I just like, every, I think it was like every mm-hmm. Tuesday or something, I sat on my laptop and just did the like the lecture and then it was like sort of like you finish your script in your own time and everything so that was really that was really handy and fun because like it's always something that I've wanted to do so yeah and then mm-hmm. also um I took up cooking I was one of those people I finally learned how to cook properly <laughs> to save myself I didn't do Did that oh, no. I can't even lie no still not a great cook like but um I think I said in the previous podcast like I can bake like wheat and breads but it's as good as it gets <laughs> Um, but what's your, <laughs> what's your like dish like? If someone was to come over to your house, right? Say someone who was saying, right. Miley Cyrus, right? So Miley Cyrus is to come to your house, can't She'll eat my food. What would you make? <laughs> <laughs> She'll eat it. I just. Don't. Well, you can just you can just tell her. Well, at least you didn't lie your entire childhood about who you were. <laughs> I'll be like, I, <laughs> like is she is 
she vegan? Because I was about to go, if she's vegan, I can't really serve her the dish that I would make, which is like, um, like the one that I'm really good at is like a steak casserole with homemade mashed potatoes. That's like a good one. Ooh. It's, oh, it's so nice. Well, I mean, you don't really need to make ma- homemade mashed potatoes with it, but I mean, you could, because I just realized you can put like potatoes in with it. So it's whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Food's, food's your outlet, just go with it. Ex- expressionism, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like it. I love that. We'll try to get in contact with Miley, sure, and send her your way for a steak casserole. <laughs> Literally be like, Miley, do you want mashed potatoes? <laughs> Homemade, do you? Yeah, we can get you that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh, you talk about online classes there. Um, did you know that there is actually a, what do you call it? A Irish gardening Facebook group. And... I found this out. It's so interesting. They went from 4,000 people to 30,000 people in lockdown. Whoa. Oh, that's impressive, though. That is impressive. Isn't I comple- it? I completely understand and that as well. Like, because a lot of people... I remember it was, like, Stacey Solomon said on uh, The Swimming at the time. She went, oh, I've got gardening supplies. I'm just going to do up the garden. And then she did. <laughs> so I completely get that. <laughs> I know. And everyone's... Even fitness and wellbeing groups. There's, like, 120,000 people plus in them. But I sort of expected them yeah. a lot more. I did not expect the garden. But then, what else do people have to do? Yeah. Like, you can't sit in your house and stare at the garden. It was just probably... People wanted to get outside. And we had such good weather too, so... Mm-hmm. No, we really did. But... Did you... Did you watch any of the National Theatre productions? The one in London put ones on YouTube. Did you watch any of them? I did. I remember watching American ones. Like, I watched... Um, they put up... I remember, wasn't it? I think it was, like, Hairspray or something like that. I remember watching that one. But I, I, don't, I didn't watch any of the... Even just talking about like our entertainment experiences as adults, what would be your best ever entertainment experience like throughout your adulthood? I don't know. I think probably... I mean, it's a bit of a generalisation, but like concerts, like I love concerts. So just like any concert at all is like my favorite thing to go to like the last concert that we saw was um Halsey last year in March like this is like two weeks before lockdown so like I brought my dad along because it was like very last minute to get so my dad like even enjoyed the concert and like it's not his music at all but like there's just something about concerts I think seeing music live and like seeing how an artist can like work with an audience as well that's probably like, my favorite thing definitely. definitely a lot of people actually yeah. said like similar um, like concerts like everyone was just saying concerts and I think it's because it's such a as you said like the artists you see them live and it's such more of yeah. a like a real experience I don't I hope, yeah as much I think they take them things a lot more um, we appreciate them things a lot more now because everything to us is so digital so when you see yeah. people live it's like whoa like compared to like back in the days whenever we seen someone on a phone it was like whoa <laughs> But now we see people in person, and especially now after lockdown, see people in person's great. <laughs> Literally, uh, like the next concert I go to, whenever it's all safe and we can, I will. Mm-hmm. I won't leave. I'll just be in the arena. They'll have to drag me out. <laughs> they will. Like I, I, I swear. Like because oh, they're just my favorite thing to go to. It's, oh, <laughs> we actually went to see me and my mom went to see Riverdance just before. Uh, what you would call it, lockdown came in last year in February time and I never went to see it before and she actually really wanted to go so I bought her tickets for it Christmas and it was amazing so it was. Oh that sounds so good. And like, I was I'm really... a fan of Riverdance, that sounds good. <laughs> no, I see I was never, I never really even looked into that much but she she watched like the 
TV programmes and everything else. Um, so I was really reluctant to go. I was like, how on earth are they going to keep me entertained for yeah. like two hours of just dancing? Like, I was like, no way am I going to be able to sit through this. But oh my goodness, I found myself like trying to dodge a few tears. Like honestly, it was, it was a bit emotional. Like they had a whole storyline to it. And you know, there was people like uh, musicians, musicians, I can't say the word, musicians. 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 Is that fine? Uh, right? Music people. <laughs> Just go Instru- music people. <laughs> Instrument, instrumental people. There you go. Yes, there was loads of them. I can't believe I can't say that word. And um, <laughs> it really broke it up. It was really good. Like, if you get a chance to go, I definitely recommend. Because it's something that, you know, you wouldn't think you like. But trust me, it was pretty good. Um, what do you think? What do you think the future of concerts and stuff is going to look like? Oof. Oof. I mean, do you think we'll ever going, get it back? I I really I hope we can't. Like I know, um, whenever this all started, all the stuff that we had booked was pushed back. Literally, start the end of March, mm-hmm. and now that's been pushed back again. And I don't know when that'll happen. But I think because we keep going in between these like lockdowns, and then we're like out of lockdown, and then we're in a lockdown again. It's it's one of those things. It's like I don't. If it keeps going that way, we're not gonna get anything back to normal as soon as we hope. You know what I mean? Because I think, like, because I think with, like, Australia and New Zealand, because they did that big lockdown, they got everything mm-hmm. sorted, and then they only do, like, sporadic ones whenever they need to, but because, it's just, uh, it annoys me, because it's just, like, we're in and out, and we're in and out, and it's just, like, we're in this vicious cycle, we're not going to get out of it, but even, like, the future stuff, like, I know, um, there's artists and stuff that did, like, what was it, like, virtual concerts, or something, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. So, like, that could probably continue on for a bit. But, like, it's obviously not going to be touring, you know. No. Like, you're not, you're not going to visit anywhere. You're not going to get to the SSC arena. You're not going to get to the 3 arena. Like, you won't get out. <laughs> You'll still be in the house for definite. Yeah. I know. I'm starting to think the same. I just can't ever see a whole stadium of people mm-hmm. being, like, allowed in at once. Maybe they'll do it. Like, you've never seen the... Just like football matches and people's all spread out. It'll probably yeah. look something similar. But then it'll be reduced tickets and oh my goodness. You'll never be able to go anywhere. Oh, unless they do like every other row has people on it. And then they space in people out as well. So like every other yeah. row. They could do I mean, something like that. That sounds good. I am. Yeah. I think that, that sounds good. But, but then again, it's like, I'm just playing devil's advocate. It's almost then like, then you're losing about half your arena capacity, if that makes sense. So then it's like, in a way, would they still be able to make their profit? But I mean, it's a smart idea, but then the bit, probably the big boys at the table would be like, oh, well, we're not making money from that, so no, you know, which is annoying. Nay, <laughs> <laughs> nay, they say. Um, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but even just thinking about the future of entertainment, the, like, all these, like, TV shows, is TV shows mm. even going to exist anymore? Because... I have yeah. never noticed it before, but even, like, my mum and dad throughout this lockdown, they were never really, like, people to watch, like, what do you call it? Like, ITV Hub and stuff. What do you call that TV? Uh, like, record it. It's not, it's not live TV. Well, they basically never were ones to use, like, the ITV Hub and the BBC iPlayer, etc. Um, mm-hmm. But they have now lockdowns over because they just, lockdowns came in because... Um, 
they, they can't be bothered watching TV and then if they miss it, they just go back and watch it. And I think they've just discovered, like, even Netflix, like, my mum discovered Netflix and it was so weird because she was watching Bridgerton and that's what made her watch Netflix. <laughs> and <laughs> she's telling me, oh, she didn't come up to bed when, like, parents, you know, go to bed, like, 12 o'clock, whatever, um, yeah. 11 o'clock. And she didn't come up to bed one night till, like, 1 and <laughs> me and my sister like so strange we were like, like what were you doing like one o'clock in the morning oh i just i had to binge watching <laughs> we were oh, like what that. she's like yeah just couldn't couldn't stop watching bridgerton and um <laughs> so even that generation which is kind of like one of the last generations to really watch tv just as much and they're even starting to watch netflix and all those other streaming yeah. giants you start to think is there even going to be tv left Whenever I was thinking about this, it's sort of like, um, I completely get where you're coming from because, like, we're the same. Like, we, like, the only thing I can think of is that we watched all of Pretty Little Liars on BBC iPlayer. And, like, I, like, had to explain to my mum and dad, like, this is a teen show. You may not like it. It, You may not enjoy it. My mum was obsessed. She was, like, sitting up till, like, three or four in the morning going, like, is this guy A? She's like, is this girl A? But, (laughs) like, so I get with that emergence and stuff I totally get it but at the same time even with the generations like my mum and then like um grandparents and stuff like they watch a lot of soap operas you know what I mean so I don't know in a sense of like tv could it entirely move to streaming because like I don't see like Coronation Street moving the Netflix you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. I don't think it would work <laughs> you know but I know what you mean yeah, I think in a way it's like scheduled TV makes sense for like um, some older mm-hmm. generations and basically to keep it alive a bit longer. I'm, I've literally just thought that. I was like scheduled TV, t- scheduled TV, like with Britain's Got Talent. I know, for example, like it got, um, it was postponed last year. But at the same time, America's Got Talent was on Netflix weekly, wasn't it? Was so it? Even though, like, I think so. Or like oh, even wow. like Champions, I don't know, one of them. But like even that way there's that there's that bit of emergence happening there so it's i don't think tv will die out for definite because i think the prime example of that is soap operas for definite because it you know it just works that way but i don't know it could it could be like sort of like the print industry because i think like with newspapers and stuff you still have newspapers they're just not as popular as what they once were that's true i know it's sort of as you say, because I was even thinking there when you were talking about that, I was thinking, well, maybe if they moved like Coronation Street and all to like the ITV player, BBC iPlayer. But then at the same time, if all they went onto that and there was no such thing, say you just went on your TV and like, all these apps came up and was like, what hub do you want to go to, like ITV or whatever? <laughs> and you just chose one. But then at the same time, that's not really good for the shows because the shows are only really getting the public attention and like people watching them because they're scheduled to come on as you said like scheduled tv set to yeah. come on so when people turn on their tvs their program's on and that's how they get people to watch their yeah. program because if they just put their program on this like like on a like a like a giant uh, streaming service like netflix what's the chance that someone's gonna flip through that and decide to click on their program it's less likely than it is if someone was just to click on the tv and it to come on yeah. so maybe it... what was the current as well Mm-hmm. So that you've current storylines and stuff running with that. So then it wouldn't make sense almost to, like, have, I don't know, say, like, um, what storyline would make sense? Like, um, pandemic storyline. Because, like, obviously we're in a pandemic. It wouldn't make sense then to, like, binge watch all those episodes in five years' time. Maybe when we're out of a pandemic at that point. True. 
you know and then somebody's sitting there going like what is what is any of this why is it going on for like this is your media episodes. studies coming through here Catherine I know I'm really proving myself good here <laughs> <laughs> so now I would normally discuss everyone's like most like memorable entertainment experience but we thought this week we'd change it up a bit and talk about um what quote from a movie or tv show lives in your head rent free and we'll try and guess what one they are so you agree you think you're really pretty oh main girls yeah totally. i wa- i watched it like literally the- last week <laughs> it's so good i love mean girls what about this one i didn't right okay, i didn't know this one was actually from like a movie i just thought this was just something people say because it rhymed this is so embarrassing but <laughs> it is um that'll do donkey that'll do that's shrek i didn't know it was from shrek okay i don't really watch you- shrek that much like i've watched it before but it's not really something i go and re-watch i know everyone listening is going to be at me for this but have you got another one uh i do do you want one that maybe i have in my own head or do you just want another submission oh just whatever hit me with whatever because like because like this is my favorite one so it's like we're the first generation that gets to live twice no Uh, not ringing any bells it's from uh american vandal it's on netflix it's Ah. it's a good show it's one of the it's like um it's like the first line of like the last paragraph of the last episode (laughs) hopefully hopefully i described that okay but it's so nice because basically like that whole season was about like social media and then whenever Mm. i thought about that i was like oh we really are the first generation that gets to live twice because we have like us normally and then who we are online and like even that in itself is just like yeah. I didn't when you said that they are trying to work out what they were meaning by it, but that didn't that is so true. I need to go check that out so well. Um what about this one? Nobody puts baby in the corner. Is that oh right. It's either Dirty Dunson or Saturday Night Fever and I feel like it's Dirty Dunson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> a good guess. Uh women come to New York for the two L's, labels and love. Women, no, I don't know where that's from. I feel like I do. Um, it's Sex in the City. Damn, I knew it was gonna <laughs> be something along them lines. All right, what about this one? This one's quite hard. I've heard this one before, but it's a really good quote actually. It's, it says, um, "Fear doesn't shut shut you down; it wakes you up." I've seen it. It's fascinating. I have no idea. I've never read. I don't recognize that. It's from Divergent. I've never seen it. <laughs> neither have I but as soon as I read that quote I was like that's a really good quote yeah there's a life mm-hmm. quote folks if you ever need one <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one to be fair that is a good one that's all from us this week thank you for joining me Catherine it was fantastic hearing all about your um, childhood entertainment experiences and your recent watches you know you've given me a lot to watch and I need to do my homework now <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for having me it's our pleasure, so it was. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, which is the student show underscore, where you can get involved with each episode. Uh, next week we'll be discussing fashion, so get involved with our Instagram. I will be posting polls and question boxes on there. So in the meantime, take care, and I'll see you all next week. Bye.